1: Who all fall in between? Welcome back to week three, the final week of the GND Essentials. Yes, it is my turn. You first, you heard Ryan's. Now, then you heard Max. So now you get to hear mine. These are my favorite three episodes from the past three and a half years of recording the Guys Next Door podcast. And before we get into that, I just want to say from the bottom of my black little heart, thank you, thank you guys for riding with us for the past three and a half years. We are still learning how to do this thing uh, that they refer to as podcasting, and you guys have been with us through the entire thing. I mean, you guys were here when uh, we were very, very green. Well, they were green. Let's be honest, okay? Because it's just me and y'all. Let's be honest, okay? I've been Beyonce from the start, okay? These guys, it's been a, it's been quite the journey getting these dolls together. But... I would no rather do it with anyone other than these two gentlemen here and in front of you guys, the neighborhood. Um, And I'm going to just go out and say, what we have in store for y'all next, absolutely amazing. We put a lot of time and effort in it, and we hope that you guys enjoy it as much as we enjoy putting it together for you guys. I promise you, uh, it will be worth the three and a half years of patronage that you've supported us. Um, But... We're going to get right into it. Well, that's a lie. We didn't get right into it. I did a lot of shit talking. But now we're going to get into it. Okay? So, of my three favorite episodes, first I want to get into episode 152. That is entitled Chapter 33, There's. Um, this episode really is one of my favorites, uh, specifically this portion here. It's when Mac asked me if I felt like I was living on borrowed time. Um this conversation meant something to me because I feel like it's just a, a beacon, right? It's just like a spotlight on the honesty and transparency that's become kind of like the guys next door calling card. So, up first, chapter 33, there. Uh, do you feel like you're living on borrowed time? Yeah, hell yeah. I think all of this, like, I didn't think I was going to live to see 30, bro. I thought I was going to be packed up by 25. So, like... But I was like, eh, I could see thirty. Like I could see it. Like I, I, could no. I remember saying I could see twenty Mm-hmm. I used to tell my ex wife I like, I'll oh, probably be don't say that. I, I could see twenty nine. I could definitely see getting to twenty nine, but thirty was blank. Mm-hmm. Like you know how you like you look into the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything always stopped at twenty nine. You didn't know what. My what kids, was past eight, that. Whatever kids my eight, whatever age my kids would would have been when I was twenty nine, which I am not really good at math. So whatever, what my kid, my oldest is fifteen, so 12, 12. and seven. seven, 12 and seven, mm-hmm. right? That's that's all I could see. That's all I could see. That's all my mind would be able to let me see. Like I wouldn't be able to see anything past twenty nine. Now, I seem to be just like, like I said, nothing really seems or the, the, the things that happen in my life don't really seem to be, except for career, obviously, doesn't really seem to be happening to me as much as it happens around me. Like you ever see those shows where somebody goes into the past or mm-hmm. goes into like yeah, this yeah, dream yeah. world? And, and it's like, you, like see you see everything like there's a, he could, he, the and, world is moving around him. But if you him. touch it, it'll be like inanimate. Like you can't touch. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like the way people deal with me, the situation that occur, it's like, hey, you do know I exist outside of service to you. And mm-hmm. that's good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I'll tell you this. I've been single for some months and i've never had more relationship problems in my life <laughs> <laughs> never in my life
2: like hey man i i i heard i heard you uh you single folk have uh, have it worse than than some some married folk i tell you i tell you that
1: i'm like what the fuck whoa hey huh it wasn't like this before <laughs> like it, it, it's it's like it's like having certain arguments, and certain discussions, and you hear the way somebody describes a situation. You're like, huh? so like, where do I huh? exist in this? Mm. Where Where do—and it's like—and I think the thing that makes it so much rougher is you feel like no matter—in these instances, no matter what, you can't do it. I can't do it right.
2: Huh? question is it that uh, it that you think that you can't do it right or do you
1: even think that there's a right way i don't think there's a right way but i don't think there's a right way i think there's a way you deal with people you love perfect example let's go perfect example uh my ex my -hmm. ex-wife um been co-parenting um but that's my nigga That's my heart. That's my dog. That's my first love. That's my Mm. my heart. Like, there's no other way to put it, right? If you play with her, I'm gonna play with you. I'm gonna play with you. (laughs) Like, it's not even gonna be a game, right? Perfect example. So, she was was doing a thing, whatever, dating, whatever. Leave you alone. Go ahead, do what you're doing. Now, she broke up with the dude. Mm hmm. And so the dude, to me, you know how niggas be when they, you know, when you break up with them and they don't want to break up with you. Like, there's a point where you're like, you know, pining and trying to get her back. But then there's a part that like turns into like Like, bullying. Like, yeah. Where you're like, I'm not going to stop till you come back. Hmm. If I don't bully, if I don't bully my baby mother, ain't nobody else in this world. You can't believe Not going to happen in this world. Nah, nah, it's just not going to happen. Not gonna mm. happen So She tells me And I guess she was just telling me And just uh, um, Just as a friend Trying to talk Definitely not No friend child <laughs> <laughs> The fuck But she But she, she's telling me And I'm like mm, That's what's happening I bet Then She didn't come to me Asking for my help But she told me And I'm like That's what's happening I mean I'm like Oh this nigga's trying to bully you mm. That's not gonna happen
2: so, so Miles Jones turned into Miles Jones, ladies and gentlemen. That's literally what he what what's about to go down. I just wanted to give you guys the ex, the, the disclaimer before he jumps into the rest of the story. Now, please continue. I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, let's uh.
1: Do you want me to read this? Or well, just redact the name? Okay.
2: <clears throat> if you hit name redacted up again, I'm gonna violate you. She said, Leave her the fuck alone. I'm only telling you this once. Never spoke to this man once ever. This is the first message that that Mouse Jones has sent to him. Um, The message back (laughs) says, Don't know what she told you, but I'll tell you the same thing. She don't have to worry about, she don't have anything to worry about on that front. As far as the threats, dot dot dot, careful. Oh I don't like that. I don't like that. Cause because and you know why I don't like that. Cause as as we've grown up, the way that we've grown up, we don't make threats, we make promises. And for somebody to tell me to be careful about a
1: promise First of all, first of all, this nigga's pussy. So this nigga's pussy. But now, so I tell you so you seen the message I said? I said, I seen it. Somehow I became the bad guy. Of course you became the bad guy. But I'm like, what the fuck? I just tried to. You know that doesn't matter. You know that doesn't matter. You I, reached out. I'm I'm being the person saying, you know, leave this young leave her alone. She won't be left alone, leave alone. Somehow that blew up in my face. I get yelled at. <laughs> I get spoken to all kind of crazy. I'm saying, what the fuck is going the fuck on? I want you to know how serious I am.
2: I'll take it I'll take it to if somewhere. If you keep know,
1: playing with this person over there, I'm going to play with that a, person a,
2: over there. I'll take it to a whole other extreme.
1: And it's like, what the fuck? I got everybody calling me, telling me, "Oh, I can't believe it. I, and I'm saying like, yo, what the fuck?
2: Are you more mad that told that redacted? Yeah. Make sure so you to cut, that. You're cut. Are you more mad that name redacted uh, told told other people, or are you mad that she spazzed
1: on you? Oh, I don't care. You tell other people. Okay. What the okay. okay. me um, <laughs> <definitely> the spazz. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm being a good baby father. What the fuck? You know what I mean. I'm not. Li-
2: yes, what you did was admirable. Was extremely admirable to a certain extent. Um, <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny because I, if if she was on the other foot, if if you know, God forbid, knock on all wood, if anything were to ever happen to me and Christina, and me and Christina were to break up and anything, and I even get an inkling of somebody making her feel uncomfortable,
1: it's. She don't need... There's nothing she has that's, to worry about. That's all I'm saying is the fact that I felt that she felt uncomfortable. I jumped in. Now I'm wrong for jumping in. I said, <laughs> "Oh my god, bro!" I said, "Oh my god." <laughs> you, you don't do a regular jump in, mouse. You do a you do a cannonball. mouse Jones jump in.
2: It's a it's a whole different. That's a whole other level. You do a fat boy cannonball.
1: It's it's not a. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no regular. It ain't no regular. But degular. immediately. You as the other man would know, like, okay, this nigga's not playing. I mean, obviously. So going back,
2: understanding how how you treat people that that makes sense, and but what in in what aspects
1: are you feeling like the world is moving around you? I think and I not love through hard. you. I think I only know how to love in one way, which is hard. So it's like when I see all the world, like I said, I feel like the best way to feel like there's no mouse book no more. I feel like there hasn't been a mouse book since I turned 30. I feel like mouse is just a reoccurring character in everyone else's Story. stories. Because you feel like you're giving so much of yourself to other people. Yes. And I didn't even think, yes. Yes, that's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. So I feel like, you know, over here, he's in this chapter. Mm -hmm. And then he's this in this chapter. And then he's this and this. Oh, we like, oh, snap. Mouse is in this book, too? Oh, wow. Mouse is in this book, too. Oh, shit. He's in this book, too. And the only book that maybe I exist in is like a rags to riches success story. Maybe. Um and that's if that's you know I feel like even sometimes in that I feel like I'm still like just a chapter right and like the whole scope of this thing that we do entertainment which I love I love this shit I breathe this shit I've never you? felt more fulfilled than doing what we do in the ways in the many ways and facets we do it I want to act yeah, I fucking I host, I I I do you podcasts, do, do everything you do it all, and you do it very well, extremely well. It's, so, in those moments, I'm still not feeling like this is my moment. It much it feels like somebody you know is gonna look at a textbook, or you know somebody's Insane. gonna talk to someone in like five years. There's gonna be some like obscure documentary, and it's gonna be like the Mouse Jones years. You know, this kid could have had it. This kid would have, you know, he was right there, but the powers that be or whatever kept him away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because when you look at it, it's like, why haven't I gotten the opportunities? Oh, wow. Damn it. I didn't know want to talk about this here. Yeah, come on. We here. We in the crib, bro. <clears throat> wow. Okay. I don't complain about this stuff. Of course not. I don't complain about this stuff. I am grateful for the fan base, the engagement, the everything we're able to do. But I'd be a fool if I looked up and was like, as talented as I am, as good at, there, there's no one. If you put me in, up against anyone else that does any of the things I do, interview, host, podcast. Whatever else, mm-hmm. you're not going. If you want to, sh- if you want to humble me and say you're not the best,
2: you'll you be hard pressed to find somebody
1: who's better. You can't find nobody that's better than me. You can find me. You can find me equal, mm-hmm. equal, equal peers. Even then, I don't know that they're that equal because I'm willing to take. I'm willing to go for the jugular. I'm willing to to take what's theirs in mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody's willing to do that. You get what I'm saying? I know what you mean. So show me who's better than me, and because of that but I still don't get fuck I didn't want to talk about this here <laughs> um but I still don't get what is mine or what you what you feel you 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 rightfully deserve right mm. and I don't get it hmm. The verifications, the fucking invites to this, and the 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 put it on this list, and 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 oh, we got to get him on this stage, and like what?
0: Hmm.
2: I guess we're gonna be have this type of episode. Uh, I too feel like that often, mm-hmm. often, 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 and um, I think in. Uh, in these later years, I have, I've chalked it up to different career moves that I've made, uh, things I've allowed to happen versus um, me taking advantage or me, I don't know, me doing something versus listening to the team that I had before and just different things, different mm. things. But I, I often look at myself, the caliber of acting that I feel like I have. Not only that, the caliber of acting, that the caliber
1: of actor that I'm willing to be. Mm. See, not to interrupt you, I think that's why all three of us come together the way we do. And no matter what our differences is, no matter what we may disagree on, argue, whatever we feel about one another— Obviously, it's brotherhood at the bottom of it, at the foundation. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that all three of us are willing to do everything it takes to be the best yeah. at what, one, we individually do, three, what we decide to do together. together. Is that what you just said? The the that What you're willing to do to be the caliber of actor you need to be. The things I am willing to do to be the caliber of of on-air host personality, TV journalist Mm -hmm. that I'm willing to be. On-stage host that I'm willing to be. I'm willing to do it all. Ryan, everything that he's willing to do to be the business-savvy person, podcaster that he needs to be. It's a a real thing. It's a...
2: You know, e- again, even with all of that, with everything that I've done, you know, it feels like there's oftentimes that I look back, that I look back and I look at all of the accomplishments and all of that stuff. And I'm, and I'm, and I sit back and I'm like, so why, you know, why don't I get invited to this place? Or why don't I get, you know, this hit up from this person? Or, you know, why am I not here with this? And honestly, the only thing that I could, the only thing or little bit of solace that that I garner from all of this is the main reason why I created the 95, which is to, to never be satisfied, to understand that what you did in the past is what you did in the past. And there's no such thing as perfect. You know, there's no such thing as, you know, you've done it all. You've got it all. There's always a little more to strive for. So to keep striving That's the only thing that kind of keeps me going for real. Otherwise, there are a lot of times that I sit back and I'll, you know, fucking social media. It's a fucking, Mm -hmm. it is a cesspool of Mm -hmm. everybody's success stories. Mm -hmm. And I've done this and I'm at this party and I'm around this person and we're so popping and blah, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And you never really understand what people are going through uh, behind all of those photos. But, you know, we all look at them and I'm like damn dog like why I why aren't i getting booked for such and such you know why why is this person getting recognized more like i know i could be a better actor i know i can do more etc cetera, etc cetera. but yeah yeah that's real even music like it's the same shit i'm like i have a way better ear than half of these niggas mm-hmm. i know i do mm-hmm. and i know the shit that i could produce is way better but again i'm on my i'm on myself hard about that cuz I can't I can't talk shit if I'm not in the game. So yeah. That's 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 crazy that you that you bring that up even with even with that mindset. Understanding that right now, you know, you're not getting everything that you deserve or that you feel like you deserve. Um uh, w- what if you can call this chapter of your life something, what would you call this chapter? Theirs. Theirs. Mm-hmm. And you would tell them to con- to, to use the right to use the right spelling, correct? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: definitely T-H-E-I-R. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh <laughs> man. Way to lighten it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um we're talking about ownership, people. Um <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> If I would have looked at that book and it would have said T-H-E-R-E, <laughs> I would've been like, what the fuck is Hot. going on here? Who who approved this? But yeah, I feel like that. Cause like you said, you said, if it's a chapter in my story, I don't ha- I don't feel like this is my story. I don't have a story right now. I'm like fucking I feel like uh I feel like the the sitcom I feel like Waldo. I feel like Kimmy Gibbler. I feel like Screech, I feel like I don't know. Roger. Screech had a fucking. I was about to say Screech head. had a more fucking main role part than I feel like I got. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I feel like Kimmy Gibbler's, the Waldo's. Um, yeah, who am I? The the fucking you know uh, Wendell from mm-hmm. Parenthood, like um, broad man from the fifth floor. I might be in this episode. I might not, but you know when I'm here, everybody loves it. And <laughs> fifth floor, I and mean, like yeah, everybody loves it um I'm not Martin. Huh? What um and like so like when I say that it's like what well, do you you know it, it's not just me making these appearances, it's me making these appearances in these and in these people scenarios and lives and stories to benefit their story them. for for whatever reason I'm here for, I'm only existing there to to them. They're not existing to me. Mm -hmm. feel like that in some friendships and some romantic relationships and interactions. Uh, Fam, like, I feel like that shit with my, oh my God. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like that shit with like my, my oldest daughter right now. Like 15 is a mother. Oh yeah. But it's a bitch, bro. I don't know if I like her right now. (laughs) It's funny game, but I don't know if I like her. Yeah. Like the, Person she is uh, exhibiting herself to be at this moment. It's like mm-hmm. I had you on our seventeen, so you got to be. You know, we're bearing with each other, here. and it's mm-hmm. like hey, you're not giving me anything. and You're taking stances that if you were other people, adult people, I would never deal with you again. Yep.
2: Ain't that ain't life funny? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And so it's once again, I exist in her story. I'm dad. I get to exist as dad in her story. And then I'm like, which causes me to negotiate the way I father my 10-year-old and like just making sure like, okay, am I doing everything? Hey, kid. um, Don't want to make that mistake. (laughs) I can't do that again. You need me to do anything? (laughs) Please don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, So it's like, Bro. What's the last
2: time that when's the last time that you've actually done something for yourself besides just buy clothes?
1: Uh I was about to say what the fuck what is I don't what is what does that mean? Just do something for yourself like really
2: um for example I don't you know me I'm 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 a very as of late I'm a very
1: frugal guy uh he is a pretty cheap skate. He is, he is. to be the rich friend, he definitely is a cheap cheap. Skate. cheap. I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm cheap. He is a cheap fucking skate. But I love good stuff. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love great mm-hmm. stuff. So
2: whether it's, you know, I, if if I'm if I'm buying clothes, it's literally like I got a, I have a specific budget mm-hmm. and this is for the next three to six months. <laughs> this is how much we're spending. Mm-hmm. I get me a, a somebody, one of my people. Julian, somebody from fashion, from the fashion world. Listen, we got five thousand dollars, maybe that much to to fool around with. Let's make let's make a a season of clothing, mm-hmm. and shoot, I might fuck around. It that that'd be my fits for the year? <laughs> um, that, is, that is him. Shit, it's me too. shit. but I, I'm very. There are certain things that I for, for my birthday is coming up. And July fifteenth to be July fifteenth to be exact, everybody. And for my birthday, I you know I I always like to you know because I've always been in a place where, and it's it sucks. It, this is one of those. It sucks to be in a position to be. I guess the rich person because nobody knows what to get you. Mm. Everybody always talks about yo. I don't. It should. I don't. What can I ever
1: get you? I think that's, that's the easiest. Dog, give me anything. It's you because. I don't have. If you're the rich one, at least in in my regard to you, it's like I'm not going to do something for you or get you something that is a monetary thing because yeah. you can get that. Now you really get to see who gives a fuck about you.
2: Which is why I I always say that uh, men are better gift givers than women. But I digress. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't tell a woman what to get you,
1: she'll get your fucking luggage. Exactly. I got luggage one time.
2: We're not gonna we listen.
1: Listen, I every Father's every Father's Day. Oh no, I got a, I got the best Father's Day gift I've ever gotten this year. Ever, it's probably, it might be the best gift I've ever gotten. It was it's a fucking that book I post every morning of Jay Z. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Emotionals. Mm-hmm. That's fire. why I got for Father's That's fire. Day. It's the it's the best gift I've ever got. I got
2: a, I this year I got I got a spikely coffee table book, which I'm not mad at. It's cool, pretty fire. It's cool. Coffee table, Spike Lee. Shout out to Spike. Um, but every other year, it's been socks. Can you imagine? a Spike Lee. We should get Spike Lee on guys next door. We you need to we could do it. I think we definitely can get Spike on here. We'll crazy. talk. We'll talk. Um, but I, I, I for my, for this year for my birthday, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get uh, some Cuban cigars,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm gonna get a really nice, like one of my favorite tequilas. And I'm probably just gonna find a rooftop somewhere and just sit and chill and just think I don't need nobody to like I don't need no big grand party which I would love, but you know I don't think i don't i'm gonna be working at the time it does it just doesn't make sense there's the you know there's certain things that you have to that I have to do now that just make sense so it's it's more of a I'm going to take time for me to not worry about being a dad, not worrying about being a husband, not worry about being a son or whatever. Just kind of fit, find the two two things that I love. I love a really good tequila. I love Cuban cigars. And I'm going to go sit somewhere and just be by myself for, even if it's just an hour, just a vacation for me. That's what, that's what I need. When's the last time that you actually just did something that you liked, besides buying clothes,
1: because that's low key a part of our job. When I went to the Bahamas, that's last what I was about to say. Year, I, I feel like ago? I feel like that was, yeah, almost three years ago now. That's two thousand twenty. Was it mm-hmm. twenty? Or January two thousand twenty? Yeah, because it was right before we went back mm-hmm. on tour. Remember, I came back. We did the live show. Yep. Um and then then see right you had just went down to yep. Virginia. Um yeah that was it. Uh, if if I could think that was it, that was the last time I did. And I'm not a huge traveler, so like and that was the, the that was remember we was in the third. chat and like y'all were helping me like figure, figure out. it out because yeah. I was like, I right, so I just I just buy it and just go. That was the first time I like and <laughs> that was the first time I was like, like literally I I think Mac and Ryan um and a few other people. For helping me through that, because like it was super nerve wracking for a bit for somebody who doesn't get rattled, it was like rattling me a bit because I was like, "All right, I've never been nowhere, so do I just do it?" And it was the first time I had did something without no like, "You have to be here." Mm-hmm. It was like, "All right, this is okay. I can do this date. I get back just in time for the live show. This is just my time for me." And I was like, "Yo, Mac, do I just go? Or you just, what do you do? You just, which you was just amazing, go. by the way." And then I did it. And you know, I had three amazing days, so I would say that was the last time. Um, I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I'm very intentional about like not answering people, mm-hmm. and I, I guess that's like my time I take to myself, yeah. like Monday. How About to say, like I mean, wasn't Monday? Mon- Monday, we all came home. Yes. Well, you came home Monday. I came home Monday. Rico went, went left on Sunday. S- Sunday, and you left Saturday. I left Saturday. Yeah. So Monday, when I got back home. I didn't answer anyone I didn't talk even our, our stuff I didn't answer anyone I didn't deal but, but
2: that's more of a recalibration period okay, and, and, then, and yeah, if you so think then, about yeah. that it's more of that's even that's business stuff as well everybody needs a to right. kind of get back into the you, groove you, you cursed me the fuck out on Tuesday don't <laughs> leave <laughs> but uh, I, I really think that I I, I think that um that's a necessary part of, Mm. of this, of this, not only this business that we're in, but for some reason, I feel like when we're in this business, uh, we are, there's so much that is constantly asked of us. My man, my man, hundred grand. There's so much that's constantly asked of us that, um, our jobs is low key to give people energy. Yes. What are we doing to not not just to not just to kind of recalibrate and and get settled back in, but what are you doing to recharge?
1: Cause there's a battery. I feel like my energy battery is up. I feel like my love battery is like decreasing. hmm And I feel like my And I don't feel that my 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 loved battery is being uh, charged. Where do you feel most loved? I don't know. Right now, for for a long time, for like at least the past six months, mm-hmm. on stage. Mm. On stage is where I feel the most love. That's where I feel the most loved. I feel like those. I feel like those cousins, those fans, those, you know, whatever the event is, those people are loving me. hmm And without reciprocation, without, you know, without transactions, should I say. Yeah. And they understand that Mouse is up there and he loves us and he he got us through the name. We got him. And then after that, it feels like I have to perform for all the other love I get. Mm-hmm, Which is mm-hmm. crazy, right? When I'm performing, I don't feel like I'm I'm getting love at from performing. But when I get off stage, I feel like, okay, it's back to like performing for hey, I'm here and I'm doing hey Feel like the WB frog.
2: <laughs> <W-w-w>. <laughs> super racist, by the way. That's
1: super racist. Buddy. Frog?
2: Absolutely. How? It's a frog. What? Bro, the yeah. races was the, the 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 frog was built off of the whole uh the the um minstrel show? show no yeah
1: the minstrel show uh, uh joints It's crazy you motherfuckers we can't have nothing. All right, that was episode one. That was my that was my first one. Right, that was my first one. Okay, um, now I want to get into the episode we entitled "Embarrassment." That was episode one forty eight. Um, this episode goes pretty deep actually, but um, there's a part. About Mac's most embarrassing moment in kindergarten. And uh, I really did my best to hold it together. But on the inside, I need y'all to understand that I was fucking crying. But I didn't know if he was being, like, I knew he was being dead ass. But I didn't know how much, like, yeah, I mean, y'all know how you like, you know what? Just just listen and y'all will understand what I'm getting into. Here's my episode two, Embarrassment, episode 148. <laughs> My
2: earliest memory of being embarrassed—I was about, I think I was in kindergarten. So <clears throat> I went to I went to a school that every kid in Stapleton went to it was like right on the corner of our neighborhood called PS 14. Mm-hmm. And out, you know, the schools from kindergarten to like fifth grade or whatever. I only went to kindergarten. From kindergarten, uh, they they sent me to a school that was like for. Uh, kids who excelled or gifted Mm -hmm. kids or whatever and the school was at the time it was one through one through eight and then as the eighth graders got older they did one through twelve i mean one through twelve and then they did k through twelve so i was in there from first grade all the way to twelfth grade like in the same school anyway rewind we're in ps14 these are all kids from from my neighborhoods. From whether it was Stapleton or Park Hill, this is the this is the school that kids went to. I'm sitting in class. I'm raising my hand to the teacher. It's literally we're like ten minutes away from uh, time to to leave. Kids' parents are coming in, getting ready. We're waiting for the bell to ring. I'm t- t- call it, raising my hand for the teacher. My stomach is rumbling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo. Uh, can I please get up? Can I go to the bathroom? Tristan, we're about to leave. Don't worry, you can you can hold it for a couple of minutes. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Oh I'm my gosh, like, Miss, I really gotta go to the bathroom. Like, please, just let me go. Tristan, you sit down. You wait. Class is almost over. She's starting to hand out sna- snacks to everybody. Rumble, 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 rumble. I'm like, not the snacks. Oh nah. I said, Miss, I really have to go to the bathroom. She said, Tristan, I told you to sit down and wait right there. Class is almost over. Rumble, rumble, rumble. I said, Oh, damn, man. What am I what is I gonna do? What is I gonna do? And before I could even answer, my body said, Let me tell you what we're gonna do. (laughs) I shit on myself in that classroom. All my days.
1: I shit on myself.
2: Right in the classroom. Ooh. Couldn't even I, it, it was it was like uncontrollable. Like I tried to hold it as much as I possibly could, and my body was like,
1: "We ain't got no more, champ.
2: Mm. It's a wrap." Yeah,
1: no, these ba- These are baby bowels yeah, yeah, I was about to say we've been holding in candy corn, fruit. These are baby bowels Chicken tenders, tenders, corn. Because I, I don't know why school <laughs> every gave every, us all time, every all the time, all the time, all the time, every day. God send there was corn on that <sighs> goddamn tray. Yep. And I thought because
2: class was over in a minute, I'm like, damn, all right, cool. I could possibly hold this down. And as soon as like, like class is almost over, so no, it's nobody going to catch it. Nobody going to smell it. It will be done. It, like, I'll be able to get up out of here, run to the bathroom, discard you, my drawers. Now,
1: did you lose it because you tried to let the fart out? You know, right? That's so probably we, that's probably what it was. Okay, because that's happened.
2: That's always happened
1: yeah, That's happened. <laughs> that's always. I just happened. wasn't embarrassed. You <laughs> <about it. laughs> try to let that fire. Mm. It's like, there's, a little, there's always a little more behind it. Yeah. There was yeah. one time I was about to get some pussy, and I, had, I was like,
0: Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: "I'm about to shit on you, lady." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go to the bathroom. So and I know I sh- I shitted myself out some pussy. Yeah. I took a shit in that late crib. I was in that <laughs> bathroom. About twenty twenty five minutes, and she knew I was shitting. She didn't want to have sex with me. She walked by the bathroom, she had she had nothing but beatboxing. I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving it like, up to the Lord. Are, are you okay, Mm-mm. sir? And then I sit you know, I'm I'm a sitter. So I sit and make sure it all is out. Some people gotta get up too fast and that's why you got shit a whole bunch of times. I'm a I I you you know, I know we some regular niggas. Yeah, man. Yeah. Boy, I already am guaranteed three to four shits a day. A day. If I did not take my time during these and make sure everything <sighs> is out, I might be on that toilet a bit more. A little more. So, yeah. Oh, no. my gosh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, my, the kid
2: who was my best friend at the time, his name is Ketter. And Ketter sat right behind me. Oh, man. I remember feeling the embarrassment as soon as he said...
1: What's that smell? God damn it, Ketter. I said, shit.
2: (laughs) No pun intended. Like, that's (laughs) exactly what it was. You told him what it
1: was. (laughs) (laughs) Even as a child, Mac was uh, was unabashedly honest. You start
2: seeing all... It felt like a fucking movie. All of the kids started like, oh my God, what the... Everybody looked at me and was like, ew! The teacher was like, Tristan, you couldn't hold it. I said, no. Mm -mm, The worst part... Was at the time I lived in Park Hill. So Stapleton is like, I guess Stapleton and Park Hill are next to each other. Mm -hmm. So my shitty ass Mm -hmm. had to walk up the hill to Park Hill. So the smell elevated. Which would shit on my ass the entire time. Um, Because my mom's was like,
1: bring your shitty ass. Bring
2: your shitty ass. And and I'm not not getting in my car. We going home. Come on. In my car, we're I walking guess. up. We're walking up the block. Come on, let's walk. What's going on, everybody? This is your boy Mac Wilds and uh, Mouse. I'm gonna need you to sit out for this one. This, this is you. You don't drink. This has nothing to do with you. I right? will
1: let the grown folk be grown.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we are here to talk about summertime because summertime is gonna be real fun. And one thing I'm very excited to try is Bud Light Seltzer's loudest. Flavors ever, I'm telling you, it's all about bold flavor, variety, and fun with their new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Pack, the retro tie dye pack, and its new flavors. And it's a classic pack, the tangerine and watermelon. I'm telling you, these are perfect seltzers to watermelon sh- enjoy. Watermelon,
1: watermelon, watermelon. I'm not gonna say nothing.
2: Hey, hey, don't, 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 don't. All right, it's grown folk business over here. Now, these are perfect seltzers to enjoy with your friends, your family awesome long. Now, each can in the variety pack has zero sugar, 5% ABV, 100 calories. So all of my people who are out there working out, it's good for you too. It's gluten-free and all of them are naturally flavored. Now, me personally, I'm quite partial to the retro tie-dye variety pack. I mean, the cherry limeade is crazy. It's sweet, tart, you know, a little f- cherry fruit punch flavor. It's got that nice Lime finish, that joint is crazy. And the twisted berry, I'm telling you. It's like lemon, cherry, blueberry combined for the perfect fruit mix. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Whether you are on a beach in Malibu, which is in California. Okay. That
1: was, that was, okay. I'm just saying. In California. That was, that was low. (laughs) That was fucking low. So, if you are on the West
2: Coast, you know, Sitting on Malibu, which is in California, Mouse. You're a piece of shit. It's California. Yep. Or if you're on the East Coast, you know, get you a Central Park little vibe. You Mm. go to smorgasbord, get Mm. the comedy show in, whatever. Mm. I'm telling you, all of these are very necessary vibes. Now, understand, I've tried a few different seltzers before, but there's something about Bud Light's hard seltzer that's just different I, and I think it's because they have a unique five-step filtration process that ensures a clean finish no lingering aftertaste they have natural carbonation quality ingredients I'm telling you it's amazing now to find a retailer who delivers this right to your door head over to Bud Light com to learn more Bud Light seltzer the loudest flavors ever so enjoy responsibly to find a retailer who delivers right to your door head over to Bud Light com to learn more Bud light seltzer, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Messaging for 21 and over. Dog, you want to talk about embarrassment? I think that was the that was the first initial time I understood what embarrassment had How has
1: embarrassment, whether for that situation or just itself, how's embarrassment stayed with you? Or uh, fear of embarrassment? What is your relationship with embarrassment today?
2: I think. I think as it stands now, embarrassment is a, um, to me, it's, it sucks. But to me, embarrassment is like working out. Okay. It's, uh, cause you have to understand your boundaries and I don't think that you can learn those boundaries or learn, um, where you need to be better or how you need to be better uh, by just not paying attention to the way you feel in certain instances. Sometimes I think if used correctly, embarrassment can be gas or fuel towards the your constant pursuit of being better. Um, but it also can be an hindrance to... To you as a person, it, I think it all depends on your relationship with it.
1: Mm. What about you? because
2: so I because I feel like now now you're at an age. I mean, before I guess when you were younger, That's you were so, so much so freer pure. and pure, yeah, so pure. <laughs> Versus a lot
1: of a lot of that is still here. I I I mean, obviously, <laughs>
2: or you wouldn't be Miles Jones, right?
1: Um, I think my relationship with embarrassment is now like more outward, where it's not about me. I've cut off family members for embarrassing the family. Mm. So like I have a uh, whatever. I have an uncle who is the reason why I kept my last name. Hmm. So I growing up, um, growing up on Long Island, after my mom and my dad married, I went by my dad's last name. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, for, you know, legal reason, whatever, I couldn't af- officially change it because my biological father, I would take, you know, boom. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, but if you went to middle school with me in Deer Park, you know me by a different last name. last name, name yeah. Um, and then my grandmother died when I was 14. My uncle is, is alcoholic, bro. He was like a fall down, don't get up. And embarrassed embarrassing drunk, mm-hmm. and I was in my my grandmother only had my mother and my uncle. My uncle don't have no boys, mm-hmm. so that's where the last name Jones would have died. So I'm like, oh, I can't. And this is as a kid, like 14. I'm like, oh, I can't let my grandmother' name go out. That's when I started going by Jones. Yeah, and it, like without no problem, like, nah, it's this, this, this boom, pushing and pushing. My kids gonna have that name. My kids gonna have that name. Cause like, I don't even really bang with them. Like, if you call my phone, I'm not answering.
0: Hmm.
1: I'm not. Like, he just, it's... It's just, it's embarrassing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's other, it's other family members like that where if you're embarrassing, that's the quickest way to get cut off. Hmm. Like, if you're, it's like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Like, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing right now?
2: It's, it's funny. I had, I used to, I used to have the same mindset when it came to embarrassment. I, I did for a long time. And I think it's just the way that we grow up, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's we often, just, just how I said, the, our, our relationship growing up with embarrassment is you know, you keep it away from you. <clears throat> um, it wasn't until I started to get a little older, or even, not even a little older, maybe like in the past three years, right, you right, know, right. turning 30, that I've realized the importance of embarrassment. I, I, I personally think that it's necessary. And I think it, it can be, again, if used correctly, it could be the starting ground to, to, to change, to, to, to being, being something more, being something better. What to you in your, in your mind, what are, what are things that can embarrass you now?
1: Well, like I said, having like embarrassing family, family that can definitely embarrass me, and it's not so much about me; it's about my family, like my mom, my dad, my sisters. Like, so you'll feel
2: embarrassment literally for somebody else. Like, yeah, because I'm, I'm
1: me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there was a situation. I'm telling you all my business now. You better tell some of your business. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told your shitty business. <laughs> um, I tell it, whatever. So, I'm at Trap Karaoke in Charlotte. This is the first one back. It's, yeah, this is the first. This one This is back. like a couple it's August. Yeah, okay. First one back. And I go down there, and I'm just happy that you know the world is open. I'm back. Oh yeah, feel good. Cooking back on stage. Got, got a lot of shit going in my head because it's like, all right, oof, we about to make some money. I'm climbing out this hole. Mm-hmm. Get shit together. This is all going on in my head at once. Um, and I'm like, I right, cool. I'm going to Charlotte now. My father is from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. His family moved to Charlotte, so there's a lot of my father's family, family in Charlotte. out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His mother, his brother, they kids. So when I get down there, same thing as always, you know. And and I love that side of family. It's you know how it is. Yeah. You, you go down there and they treat and they treat you like the celebrity and oh my god, you know, you are everybody, you know, cool. So they never been to the show. So I was like, all right, cool. Everybody come to the show. So my little cousin comes, um, my other cousin comes, my uncle. His daughter, so that's my other cousin, my little sister, who's my assistant. So, everybody's there. They start getting drunk. And I have them feeling special, so I was like, so I let them on the inside. Of the I about day. to say, yeah, the little, yeah, yeah, right by the stage. You was with us in the Fillmore. Yep. In Charlotte. Oh, no. So, by the stage, on the other side of the gate. Okay. So, they weren't on the outside. They were right next to the stage, but that's inside the gate. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, they could be here. They feel special, whatever. Worst idea. Worst idea. <laughs> worst, worst fucking idea. They, I got. A, I
2: got a story for you. After. They got Go drunk.
1: They're walking in front of the stage, climbing on the. St- I gave. I gave one of them a bottle, like just being like, you know, like <sighs> they give us a bottle on our rider. We, nobody on the team drinks, so it's like, it's like okay, hey, yeah, this is for you. Gave the bottle. I said, do not drink it in here.
0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. Why well,
1: I said that. did matter. it was drunk. They fight. I said, "Oh my God!" I literally was so embarrassed for myself. I was like telling the team, "Like, hey, listen, never, I'm so sorry, guys. Never." And never shout again. out to the team because everybody was like, "Mouse it's your family. Don't worry about it." Like, we got. It. I'm like, "No, it's this is embarrassing." So they've, they they've been forever banned from <laughs> Karaoke. It doesn't matter what city, Aaron. Um, loved them, but forever banned.
2: Man, I uh, I remember. <clears throat> for me feeling firsthand embarrassment, one of the, another instance that I felt firsthand embarrassment. And again, I think all of these things built me to the man that I am today, right? This, this, all of these things are just uh constant growing tools and all of that. I'm about 16 years old. Yeah. I'm like 15, 16 years, 16 years old. We just finished the first season of the wire. It just dropped. People are like, people are hype about it. I finally get invited for the first time ever to Summer Jam. Oof. Now, I don't, if if y'all aren't from New York, I mean, I guess you, you hear about Summer Jam, but it's a whole nother thing to be there, to be in the moment, to be the the in, in the energy of it. And this is, you know, this is my first time doing a Summer Jam and it's not like, being uh, inside of the crowd, which I hear is probably the most fun. We're backstage. We're up in the suites, Mm -hmm. the whole nine. Suites is lit. It's crazy. So, it's me, uh, one of my managers at the time, and my older brother, Nev. So, again, we some kids from the hood. We just trying to figure, you know, we're trying to figure it all out. My brother... At the time, doing whatever he was doing, he got a big fucking iced out uh, platinum chain, <laughs> and so we're walking around. We're walk, I mean, we're walking through the whole joint, and you know he has his big chain on, and I, you know I got dressed up as I guess as fly as I possibly could. Me and my manager, my manager just taking us to the suite up top. We like okay, cool. Okay, this is the spot. Okay, Mac, you know we're gonna we're gonna walk around and schmooze a little bit. Nev, I don't know if they could if we don't want to have a lot of people with us. So let me just bring Mac. You can stay up here in the suite. You're fine. There's there's a um, there's a bar right there. You know, do what you do what you want to do. Nev walks over to the bar. He's on some like yo, <clears throat> uh, how much how much for uh, for oh, Hennessy? Oh, he
1: didn't ask how much. Not so he,
2: he said, hold on. He said, how much for a Hennessy? And they said, uh, they was like, sir, sir it's, it's free. He's like, what do you mean? He said, sir, it's, it's free. You don't have to pay anything. Like if you want to leave a tip, you can leave a tip. He said, so if I just come up to you and ask you for a cup of Henny, you just going to give me a cup of Henny. They said, yeah. Nev looked at me and was like, oh, this is lit. So he gets his first cup. He starts sipping and he's on some like, yo, Mac, Listen. Um, you're gonna be out here with a bunch of these celebrity niggas and all of that, and and all of these famous niggas. Like, yo, bro, you're gonna have to, uh, you're gonna have to look the part. So he takes his chain off, he puts it on my neck. He's like, he's like, yo, bro. So just go out there, and you m- make sure you shine on these niggas. I'm like, all right, yes, it's lit. So we walking around, me and my manager, we go walk around backstage. I'm like, yo, you good though, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good, I'm good. He's like, I'm by the bar, nigga, I'm, I'm perfect, I'm good. I was like, all right, cool. Walking around backstage, seeing mad people. Uh, first time I probably met Angie Martinez. Meeting all of the people from the from uh, from Hot ninety seven, different celebrities. I were backstage. It was fire. I think we finally came back upstairs maybe like a half hour later, not not even that long. Maybe maybe like twenty minutes to a half hour. Make our way back upstairs, and I see my brother who is visibly more drunk. Then we, then we left him, obviously. You know, he's probably had a couple of cups. Right. And he's grooving. I think somebody's on stage and he's grooving, like having a good time, got the cup in his hand, just chilling. But as he's grooving, I could see that there's a chain on his neck and it's just hitting both sides. It's another big ass platinum chain. Well, yeah, but you got his chain on. I'm like, What? So I walk up to him. I'm like, yo, Nev. He's like, yo, what's good? What's good? I was like, nothing. What's good? He's like, nah, I'm chilling, man. You know, just drink, sitting here drinking. He's like, yo, craziest shit happened, man. He's like, yo, I'm in the bathroom. Some nigga yapped me for my chain, bro. So I had to get my shit back from him. I said, what? (laughs) (laughs) I said, wait. So what happened? He's like, yo, I, he's like, I don't even know how the nigga got her off my neck. But like, I'm going, I mean, he's like, I'm in the bathroom and I, I see the nigga with, with the chain on and I start touching my chest and I'm like, yo. He said, I beat the nigga up. Aww. I said, I took the chain and I'm like, nigga, like you must be crazy trying to take my chain. I said, yo, I have your chain on. He said, oh. I think we gotta go. And yeah. We left. I mean, that was did, my first did
1: ever nope. never mind. Never mind. Don't nope. want to talk about it.
2: That was my first summer jam experience and that was me feeling first-hand embarrassment.
1: What was your manager like? Is this your manager manager? Or like This, this is... is this is before this is before of course before
2: Dale and and everybody, but so this, this is somebody where... who's not of the elk. Yeah, but but no, he he understands cuz he's from the hood like us, but he was even on some like
1: we got to get the fuck up body. of <laughs> here. Nev beating up a nigga and taking his chain back. That's not his chain. Yo. Hilarious. He thought it was his
2: chain. And all I could think about was this. Some poor soul beat the fuck up in the bathroom right now. Just upset that somebody st- took his chain while he was trying to piss. Like it's crazy. Hennessy is the devil. Hennessy is the devil. He's the devil. Um. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. I want to get into the other side of this. Uh oh. Um. Uh oh. Again, just because we constantly, like I said, we constantly hear about the embarrassment of 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 these things. Actually, before I go there, let's let's touch on something here.
1: Uh oh.
2: <clears throat> Another big thing that we always hear embarrassment in is in relationships. Um. Do you remember the first time that you either embarrassed somebody or felt embarrassed (laughs) in a relationship? The first
1: time I embarrassed somebody, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) The first time I hit publish on a podcast, I guess I don't know. No, absolutely not. I don't remember. That's not for me to remember.
2: True, true. Shit is. Well, have you ever been embarrassed in 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 your relationship?
1: Uh, Has somebody ever
2: embarrassed you?
1: In it? I don't think in it. I think like post. Mmm. I feel like But
2: how I'm, far how close post? Because you know there's like a there's like a you know me. There's like a statue
1: of limitation. Yeah. Like if you Yeah, if, mine is a little long. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think. Um uh, shit. Yes. 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 Actually. Uh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, the fuck I do. Oh, Lord. The well. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, The shit. situation at the well. Okay. Because it was embarrassing on two parts. One, I felt like, um, fucking trigger warning, y'all. I'm just talking, so... Um, y'all gonna be like, ah, I'm, I'm not calling nobody out their name. This is just how I talk. So, one, I felt a bit embarrassed. Like, damn, I on, I really gotta keep Explaining this to my bitch. Like, my bitch don't understand mm-hmm. this concept. Like, why my bitch don't understand this concept? Like, I keep telling her, like, you supposed to bow, get it? Mm-hmm. All my other bitches from like the rest of my life, like they never <clears> had to. <throat> I know it was never. This point where I had to explain something so much like, hey, don't... But you... But I'm I'm trying to ride out with you, bitch, and you are wildin'. So, um, yeah, that situation at the well was embarrassing for that reason. And then the way I reacted, no, I wasn't embarrassed about that, actually. That probably embarrassed her. Yeah. And then I felt bad about embarrassing her. There we go. But I didn't feel bad cause I'm like,
2: you, you put me on.
1: in this predicament to do such. Mm-hmm. But, yeah... So yeah. Um Yeah, anything I was probably just from recording this podcast.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Somebody's always embarrassed.
2: Somebody's always said, "Ah, oh. I've definitely embarrassed women before." And just just from me being young and um not caring or not even not caring, not uh not taking into consideration other people's feelings. I I think as a young man, when you are, when when you are thrust into the spotlight and I guess at a young age, you weren't, I mean, I, 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 I didn't get no love, man. I remember, I remember to this day, women coming up to me being like, oh my God, your brother is so cute. Like, can you? And that shit would kill me. Like, bitch, I am right here. <laughs> um, but I think once you get to a spot where you're getting the spotlight and all of that, of course, you have to make your own mistakes so that you actually learn and 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 know what's right and what's wrong. So, throughout the years, I've made my mistakes um, with different, several different women, just trying to figure it out uh but as my grandfather said it always made for good music <laughs> <laughs> no but uh i've definitely been embarrassed and i've felt somebody somebody people have made me embarrassed post mostly more more than anything else <laughs> 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 Oh. <laughs> oh man! No, I th- I think there's um there's something when it comes to to that to that feeling though that um I I think that I think is necessary, which is and and it's it's so funny because as we get older the one thing that I want to make sure that even that I push on to my daughter is when she starts to feel these things. Don't run from it. You can't hide from it. You're supposed to feel these things. These are things that are necessary for you to feel for even the people in my life that are that are older now and, and starting to uh, understand the things that they've done from the past. It's like, no, you're supposed to feel this. You know, it's it's not bad to feel this way. It, it may seem like that just because of our culture or just because of the way that we constantly have these conversations about embarrassment. But I think it's necessary. I think it's necessary. So, on the flip side of embarrassment is confidence. Literally, if you Google it right now, the opposite of embarrassment is confidence or cockiness, or whatever, right? But to me, it's confidence. Now, there's always a quote that sticks out in my head when it comes to embarrassment. It's that the key to mastery in anything, the key to mastery or the admittance for mastery, how much you have to pay for the mastery of something, is embarrassment. I don't think that you can learn or you don't give yourself a platform to learn how to be better, or where to be better, if you're not willing to be embarrassed by it. <clears throat> and I think that's with everything. I think that's with relationships. I think that's with. I think that's with um,
1: the arts. I think that's with sports. But do you think it's? Fi- do you think due to our Well, in your regards, I'll say fame. Mm -hmm. In my regards, I'll say popularity. In both of our regards, I'll say notoriety. Okay. Do you think our partners have an unfair burden to carry in regards to making sure they don't embarrass us or shame us?
2: Yes, I do. I do. But, but... If we were regular niggas, it wouldn't matter. Mm. We're not. We're not regular. Just as you said, you know, the, because of the, the fame or the notoriety or, or the popularity. Like you're famous. Yeah. I'm popular. What's going on, everybody? This is Tristan MacWiles from Guys Next Door, and I want you to enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with some good friends, some family, some delicious food, and of course, some ice cold Coke. Now, I don't know what you guys do for the holidays. and You know, me personally, I'm a baker. You know, I love to make carrot cake and all these other things. But Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. Now, if the world is getting you down, if it feels like work just doesn't stop, make sure you surround yourself with some really, really good people and a good Coca-Cola. Because the holidays always must find a way.
1: All right, y'all. Last... But not least, episode 138 entitled I Can't Go for That Uh where we're discussing our non negotiable. This episode is like one of our highest performing episodes, and it's an absolute fan fra- favorite. Um it's been clipped a whole bunch of times. I constantly get sent this uh I constantly get sent this clip um of myself. It's always good to see myself. Yeah, thanks guys. Uh appreciate y'all. And I'm fine as hell. But no. Uh, This episode discussing uh, my non-negotiables and where they come from. So, episode 138, I can't go for that. You guys enjoy, like I said, the past three and a half years has been quite the ride. I wouldn't rather do it with any other audience than you guys. We will see you guys on the other side of what Guys Next Door has for you. Until then, enjoy my last episode um, of of my GND Essentials, and I will see y'all. Next Monday with the rest of the guys. peace Or you won't rock with.
2: So um it's I think it's to to figure it out or figure it out figure it out what it actually means you have to look within. So Mouse, do you can you can you identify your own non negotiables and, and, and if you can, mm-hmm. what are they?
1: Yeah. Um, my non-negotiable is pretty simple. Um, I I refuse to negotiate loyalty. Mm. Refuse. Whoa. Refuse. Absolutely refuse. And that's not even so much just in a romantic sense, especially in a romantic Uh sense, but it's not just in a romantic sense. So explain that. Go further. So in life, what the hell? What is going on? We got a house phone? I know. What is going on here? We just got, uh, internet. Oh, there's a bell. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All <laughs> like, we did is pay for internet <laughs> We didn't get the triple play <laughs> Jesus Christ um, They can't hear that can they I don't know it doesn't matter they, We're talking we're breaking uh-huh. the fourth wall It doesn't matter <laughs> that's what we're doing <laughs> Um, So when I say that right Um, Especially today In today's society especially with you know uh, Men with mm-hmm. podcasts Embarrassing us Every day. Lord. Um, Lord. Yo, it meant so much. It meant so, I, and I promise you, you know, I don't give a fuck about nothing. It meant so much that during that week, couple weeks or whatever, because we had already recorded all the yep, episodes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, during that week in like late January, early February, where like women and just people in general were just like raining down on Men With Podcasts, it meant so much for, like, people to constantly talk about us and the work we're doing. Mm-hmm. Because not every episode is like this right here. No. Not every episode is, like, poignant conversation. Sometimes, sometimes, y'all get out the way jealous. and just let me be ignorant yeah, and jump well, I mean, in on the ignorance. You about to say, Sometimes we all are ignorant. Like, sometimes business. it's like, but it felt good to know that people don't view us that way. Yeah. Felt really good, so, you know, appreciate you. Okay, so what I'm saying is, um... Everybody's talking about relationships. Yes. Everything's about love. We know that. Yep. No, I, I don't even push back about that anymore. Um, It pays our bills it sometimes does. It to does. talk about relationships. So I don't really gripe on it. But life is bigger. I don't know how much bigger, but life is bigger than just romantic relationships. It's so much bigger. So that's why I said um, my, non-negoti- my non-negotiable, at least one of them, is loyalty. So I don't need reciprocation. I've always said that. I don't need reciprocation. I believe it's transactionalism. Uh, I think it's just yeah, it's really transactionalism, um, that people are just too scared to admit, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 people hide behind reciprocation because then you don't have to do the work on you to find out what it is that you need that you need, right? Like if, if 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 in our friendship, right? If I just did everything that you did for me, it would then we wouldn't really have the bond that we've built. I wouldn't be a child's godfather. I wouldn't be as close to the family fin- mm-hmm. because I would just be. Wearing what it is, right? Like I do this, you do I this, do, right? And you're the bigger, you know, in stature, you know, in social stature. You when we met, you were way bigger, mm. right? Like I like to think we've covered some ground since, but you know, if I'm just, you know, hey Mouse, I'm over here. Hey Mac, I'm over here. You know, yeah. hey Mac, you do this. Hey, I that, do this. Hey, you want becomes. a drink? Yeah. I get you a drink. Yes. Yeah, so and when you think about it, you'll be like, yeah, Mouse pulls his weight, but is he my doll? Mm-hmm. Right the transact I think the 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 payoff was the or the 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 payoff here was I show up for you the way you needed me to show up for you absolutely and you showed up for me the way I needed you to show up for me absolutely and then that's just the constant thing and we realize that works for one another's life mm-hmm. so I don't need I don't need reciprocation what I need is loyalty I need to know that when I'm not around you're gonna ride for me and I get it I get it, right? I know the type of person I am. Know that I'm a contentious person. There's drama that sometimes surrounds me. There's controversy. You know, it may not always benefit. It may not always be to someone's benefit to be loyal to me. But? But when you are, that's loyalty. mm -hmm. You've always done that, no matter what. Absolutely. No matter what hell it could bring down. And like I said, when we meet, you're so much larger in stature, you have so much more to lose than I do in my in my area. Mm-hmm. So for you to show that type of loyalty, I was like, that's my nigga. Like, he's doing that. You don't got to show up for me. There's that's nothing facts. here. That's facts. Like, there was something, Kendrick, when we met, and was like, alright, he's from Long Island. He's from State, Staten Island, but these niggas is connected on mm-hmm. some other shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, boom, same thing with Ryan. Yeah, same, same, same exact, exact thing with Ryan. You know what I mean? I've known Ryan... But I guess half the time, half the time less than I've known yeah. you, but immediately it was like, you know, we both kind of did the, they're like, I'm staying on you know, that's Max friend, no, that's yeah. Max friend. And then we became brothers separate. And it was the same thing. Yeah. So when I saw non-negotiable in my life, loyalty, if you're not loyal, you got to move away. Mm-hmm. You got to move. And that's not to say, I don't know how to work, which at first I didn't, but now I know how to work and exist with people in my life who aren't loyal. If I know, I need to know you're not know. loyal. I just need to know. I need to know, so I, I know need where to, to kn- place you. Exactly. Like if I if I know you're not loyal, if I know you're not a if I know you're not a loyal person, not even that you're disloyal. Although with me, it's very cut and dry. You're the loyal, or you're disloyal. Mm-hmm. I do know there's some gray areas with certain people, but with me, if I know you're disloyal or not loyal, okay, you just exist. If I know you're a loyal person, you live in my life. You're in that. my life. You're That's a part true. of my That's life. You you get to. You know, experience the fullness of, um, of what, of of what, what it is to be in my life. You know what I mean? So definitely in relationships, absolutely, without a doubt. If you're with me, then you need to be loyal. If I don't fuck with somebody, you don't fuck with somebody. Hmm. If you don't fuck with somebody, I don't fuck with somebody. Facts. I need to know that because if you, if, if you, if you, I tell every woman, if you respect me and you're loyal to me. You, I don't have to talk about cheating. I don't have to talk about any other other stuff because loyalty and respect is going to stop any, any of the other, any bullshit. other bullshit. We yeah. can deal with everything else, but we cannot get past disloyalty or disrespect. Yeah. What so about it, you? Is that,
2: is that your only? That's that's your only. Uh... Though
1: uh, I mean, there's others because I'm petty, <laughs> and I, I I realized. Because of this podcast, <laughs> I okay. realized because of this podcast that, um, I need a lot of attention. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Like you see how I drop my, I need a lot of know. attention. Um, <laughs> I need my goal. I need to be affirmed. Yeah. And, and, but that's all stuff we can work through. Yeah. Um, or maybe, maybe we can't, but we will never get to that point. If, if those loyalty and respect, respect is not met, those are my not. I mean, and, and I mean, if we're talking strictly dating, uh, women with kids, just, just, I, just, I know, ah, you're You got two
2: exactly. I don't need yours. Yeah, I'm about to say, Mouse, Mouse Jones <laughs> wouldn't date, date Mouse Jones. So. I, I want
1: to date <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> I date me. You yeah. have kids, bitch, and I
0: know. I, don't I, get, I know you're
1: here. <laughs> I'm actually surprised. I'm actually you benefiting from your terrible decision making. <laughs> oh my what about goodness. what about you um non negotiables and, uh, and let me ask you this before you answer this question real quick a real quick question Is it hard to decipher those because of your fame and stature are you are you worried that you're adjusting the non negotiables based on your lifestyle and access
2: um if that makes sense in certain instances but then again I've always been such a I've always been a guy who's who's been like uh okay, this is my life, this is my work life. They intercede when they have to. Otherwise, it's like this is this, this is this. Mm-hmm. Um it's, it's it's probably the reason why a lot of my uh my team would get so mad at me when I was younger, man. Cuz on being on doing like separating the two, mm-hmm. the way that I did, the way that I did, whether it was girls I was dating, mm-hmm. people I would be around, it's like, oh no, this is this is my life. Mm-hmm. I'm kicking it with such and such, or I'm doing this, that, and the third. And they're like, nah, you gotta you gotta show it on this side. And I'm like, nah, dog, it's not that's not who I am. Um, so I think my my some of my non negotiables would be like. Uh, I think very much loyalty, mm-hmm. very much respect, mm-hmm. very much the um, and and uh, the freedom to create and to mm. freedom to be. Uh, and I think uh, I think a lot of times that even kind of gets murky, murky because especially now in marriage, you're 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 coming into a marriage with someone with someone else's uh. The things that they believe in, things mm-hmm. that they want to see happen, et cetera, et cetera. So you have to find that balance. But yeah, I, I've, I've always been the way that I, the way that I work the best is I need the space to just be free to create, to do as I need to. You know, I'm always going to make sure I'm. The, I'm a the type of guy who's going to have who's going to do what he has to do to be able to do what he wants to. Mm. Do. Good. So I need, I need the things kind of like okay. This is what I have to do. Cool. As I'll do whatever I have to do to make sure that I can do what I want to do. and You never lose sight of that. Yeah. No. I can't. I can't you never lose sight of what you want to do. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's the that's the, those are the main things that I ask for. I ask for the loyalty. You know, to to remain loyal to me. Same as you said. Like when 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 niggas ain't here. Mm -hmm. 'Cause I'm gone often. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When niggas ain't here, I just I I just ask you to keep it keep it keep it real. Just keep you know, understand that you are holding my name. You're whether whether you're my wife or my girl, like I mean I only have a wife. I was about to say, not that they're two different people. (laughs) (laughs) Lord no Jesus Christ! I got
1: so scared.
2: I don't want no problems, Christina. (laughs) I don't want no problems.
1: As long as you're Christina Wild, that's what he meant. That's what he was saying. Um,
2: I just need you. I just need you to hold it down, like you know, understand that that name that that you have means something, and I and 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 hold it to me to do the same. You know, Mm. I'm because and that's. I think that's another thing. To I I don't I don't need. I used to think that I needed uh, reciprocity.
1: So it's so, it's so antiquated. Yeah, I used to, that's what I'm saying. I used to
2: think that I needed reciprocity, but what I actually need is for you to hold me accountable.
1: Bingo. That's it. That's it. That is literally it. Like the act of reciprocity is literally so void. Yeah. It's the easiest thing to do. Reciprocity is not hard No It's holding yourself And the person you care about Accountable Accountable That's it That's the part Right I'm holding you accountable To show up for me The way you want to show up for mm-hmm. me And if you don't show up for me I have to hold you accountable for that Nobody that's wants it. to do that part Because that means you have to make A really tough decision Nine times out of 10 Mm-hmm So that's what it is It's I don't need reciprocity I know I need accountability That's it That's it And uh I think, so yeah, I, I, need, I think Lauren Hill fucked the game
2: up with that. So so yeah, I need loyalty, I need respect, I need uh, I, I need just the the space to be to create, and I need accountability on both parts. Like as accountable as you want me to be, I need that from you as well. So those are my non-negotiables.
1: So let me ask you this: Do and in, in, before we get there. Where do you think that came from? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you think the cementing in the identification of your uh your non-negotiables? Like, where did that come? Like, where did that come from? Was there a moment that you just woke up and was like, I don't like this? Or so what is it? After practice, after practice, after practice. I think, I think, I think, just like with anything, it, it's 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 the practice of it,
2: and uh, and I think things change, right? You know, we as we as we continue to go through life. We're constantly growing as people, the things that we're, everything that we see every day, the things that we ingest, whether it's food, media, whatever, it is constantly changing us, whether it's for the better or for the worse is up to you, but it is constantly changing Well, it's us.
1: scientifically proven. If you listen to God next door, you're a better person. That's what than I Than people who don't.
2: I actually heard, the, I know the scientists who told us that, so uh, shout out to them. Shout out to the science. You know, shout out to the science. Trust the science. You, you should, you should trust the science, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, but Cam, I, do you trust the science?
2: There smart, we go. Smart answer. There <laughs> we go. Smart man. Um, I mean, we got to listen
1: to him because he has damning evidence on us. Right, right. At uh, this point, yeah, Cam could, could ruin <laughs> us at any point. <laughs> um, you know I, what, guys? Y'all need to start think... paying for y'all fucking. Uh, start, when you podcasters. When you go to a podcast, recording, tell the motherfucker. Don't start recording until you say go. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers, you go, "Yeah, I've been, we've been recording. We've been recording." Bitch, I just admitted to shooting Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, we we was we was on this podcast talking crazy. So I bad. Crazy. so bad, goodness gracious. So bad, but uh, yeah, I, I digress. Um, no man, I, I I think it's I think you know we're constantly going through things. Mm-hmm. We're constantly seeing. Uh, the changes that life comes comes that the way that life comes at us, and then right. we're starting to. We always we're coming like in the different relationships that we're in. We're like, okay, I like that, or I don't right. like that. I don't right. like how that feels. I don't, I don't bang with that. You see how somebody moves, and you're like, that's corny. I can't. I can't rock with that. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a it's an experience based thing. So, mm. I, I guess where I am right now this is where this is uh, the non-negotiables that I have if you ask me again maybe like in a year or two after you know another year of marriage I may have a whole nother couple things of non-negotiables that me and Christina have ironed out and it's mm. like okay this is ironclad this is what this is what we gotta do so what about you is is it the same for you?
1: I don't know I feel like I just woke up and I was like I ain't fucking with that shit yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> um, so before I was married, mm-hmm. I couldn't identify my non-negotiables. I don't think anybody and I think could because I got married anyone. so young, it all kind of developed within that marriage. Oh, okay. So I was like, there was just certain things happening. i like, ah, I don't like that. But the type of person I am, I'm loyal. Yep. Once I'm in love, I'm in love. Facts. So I'm like, well, this ain't happening no more. And then when it happened, I come up with a new reason, mm-hmm. right? Because I'd never seen it ending. And then when it ended, I was like, oh, I bet. Well, I'll tell you what's never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. This thing I didn't like here. I didn't like that. And year two, I didn't like this thing. And in year three, oh, I hated this. Hmm. Year four, I loved this. So this has to always happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think. I, yeah, I think most of my non-negotiables, like I said, both in life in in love, were were birthed probably out of that the 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 life and the death of that first marriage.
2: Hmm. Okay, so with all with 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 huh, that's that's crazy. That's that's I mean that's because that essentially that was I, I, if I am not mistaken, mm-hmm.
1: that was like your first real relationship. That was my first love, well. that was my very first relationship. So
2: yeah that that, that makes sense w- with everything that you've learned in that in that period and you know taking all of that from from that mm-hmm. relationship do you believe or or do you think that do you think that the non-negotiables that we that we decide on cuz again it mm-hmm. it is our decision yeah. do you think that it's something that is it is it well I don't to think protect-
1: it's a decision okay I don't. I don't think it's a decision. I think it's an acknowledgement, mm-hmm. which will benefit you to acknowledge this thing. But I don't. I don't think it's a decision because they're you're like okay. So let's say a non-negotiable is like snoring, right? Yeah. And we're talking about in like once again, I I want to just keep reiterating. You know, we're talking about in life in love, yep. right. But leaning towards love. Let's say. You know, a non-negotiable is like snoring, mm-hmm. right? I just ah, fucking hate snoring ass bitches. <laughs> bitch, what you so tired? <laughs> <laughs> why are you so sleepy? Bitch, why are you so tired? Bitch, just get on your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, right? And you're just like non-negotiable. That's I, you. You can't. It it curdles your stomach. It bothers mm-hmm. you to your very essence, your core, your being. It bothers you. But you meet the one. You meet this woman, and everything is right. But you know, she, she's hitting that non-negotiable. She's a snoring ass bitch. You don't have to acknowledge it for it to be a non-negotiable. It will show up and manifest in your relationship. You're going to wake mm. up one morning you didn't get a lot of sleep, she's going to be like, "Hey, babe, you want to get the fuck off of me?" Mhm. Mhm. Because that's a non-negotiable. Just because you decide not to speak about it, it doesn't make it not your non-negotiable. I think it's instead of decision, I think it's your it's that it's this choice to uh acknowledge it.
2: I I I I would sense. I would agree, but then Using that same instance, mm-hmm. I do think that there are some there are some times that we have a quote unquote non negotiable, and we find that person. For example, Christina always used to say, "Yo, there's there's something about the way that a guy eats; it just bothers me." Like past dudes that she was dealing with, seeing a guy the way
1: he eats, and if he it's sloppy. Out to you for acknowledging her past relationship, because once you're with me. Ain't no past. What the fuck was a relationship? Yeah, right. You love that nigga? You go back to him.
2: <laughs> so she was she was like, you know, this is the way a guy eats bothers right. me. She's like, it's so it's so crazy to me that with you, I'm cool. Like it, right. it's it's just like I don't even think about it. So I do think that there are certain instances that your quote-unquote non-negotiable becomes null and void. But I think I do think that it's all experience, and I do think that it's all perception-based. I do think yeah. I, I I that's why I say I think it's a it's a decision versus anything else. But I but I definitely feel what you where you're coming from. Because snoring is completely different than
1: loyalty. But not is it really? To a certain When sense. we're talking about non-negotiables, yeah. yeah if yeah. it's something you don't care about, we're talking about non-negotiables, right? Like I don't You're non-negotiable, it could be as minuscule to somebody else as it doesn't matter to you. That shit is a fucking Freedom Tower. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Like, it doesn't matter, right? Like, to me, like, I already know there's certain shit to me that do not bother. other. Like, I forgot what it was. We were talking, and it wasn't even on this podcast. Was, I think it might have been before. And me and you were talking, and you were talking about something, and I was like, You dealing with that? <laughs> 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 that shit, I would jump off the fuck. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was, but it was just like, Oh, okay. Perfect example. You know what I mean? We niggas, whatever. You want to cut this out? It whatever. There was a certain person around, and I was like, I could never have that nigga around. Mm-hmm. And I was begging you. I was like, Mac, let me do something mm-hmm. to this person. Because one, I was offended that a nigga would violate my mans like that. Two, you my mans, of and course. I know what you have to lose. We've had these conversations. Of course we have. We so have. you know what I'm saying? I know you know saying I'm what I'm go- yeah. So I don't got to say yeah. it here. no no yeah, no. But you know, know. Yeah. where it's always been with you. Of course. No matter how annoyed I am with you whatever niggas getting whatever we brothers brothers getting into it don't matter. That should go out the window if I feel like a nigga violated, bro. Mhm. And I'm like, "Mac, let me." And you was like, "Nah. We just we just not even going to pay no mind." I was like, "That nigga. That nigga Martin Luther King." <laughs> <laughs> but then like a year later, I I was like, this nigga I was I like, was this nigga I could never. Yeah. That's my non negotiable. I feel it. Maybe whatever it was wasn't the non negotiable for you. Maybe it was something that was like, I see what you're doing, nigga. I, yeah. I, I got an eye on you. Exactly. But it's not your non negotiable, true, right? True, true. So that's what I'm saying. Like, with me, it was like, it could be something so small. Like, if a woman is still following her ex on Instagram, mm-hmm. five. Ten years from, for five or ten years ago, still following your ex. That is a non-fucking negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it, like, and you know, at this point, like on well, Instagram, that algorithm—you you might not yeah. even know you're following somebody because you don't even see them anymore. If I see that shit, oh yeah, I live it. Yeah, fucking
2: live it. So I guess I guess there's a difference between like. Uh...
1: It no, it's no difference. What no, I'm, no, saying, I'm it, saying, I'm saying, it, like
2: for 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 going back to the to, to the Christina joint, for her to say, you know, I used to hate or whatever, whatever. It bothered me so much about this, but with you, I have no problem. It wasn't a non-negotiable. It, a non-negotiable. it just was
1: annoying. Got it. And there's a certain level of disposition mm-hmm. we could have about some, just because it's our life, and we could be selfish. Of course, we could have a certain disposition and be like. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that around me. Mm-hmm. It's not really a non-negotiable. It's just it's like just, you this have position. this like disposition. You have this like, um, what's the word we're looking for? You have this preference. Mm-hmm. And then that person comes along that is that person. And you're like, oh, fuck well, that. i with it. it. Everything. Right? It's like, it's magical. Right? Like if True. we're being honest, love is magical, bro. True. Like, True. there's a magic power to love. Like, that thing that says, oh, yesterday was yesterday. Today is... Today. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know that bitch. Whoever I was yesterday, if it bothers you or... Like, whoever I was yesterday... Then that was just yesterday. I, I, that was yesterday. Yeah. I, I, I don't like people that wear green canvas hats. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. That's crazy. That's so crazy. I love yours. I love yours, Like, this, this, yo, that's so fire to me, bro. Like, mm-hmm. love is... Love is powerful, bro. That shit is so fire to me. Like... There's that magical power behind love. That is a fact. That is a fact. Like, that shit is so... That shit... Like, even talking about it... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like one of those, like, weird, like, girly podcasts right no, now. No, I know. No, I'm no. sorry. Yeah. I know. toxic masculinity. Well, like, it <laughs> <laughs> has me in a chokehold. <laughs> but, like, even talking about that, I'm feeling something. The butterfly. Right? Yeah, like, he's like, everybody Let that feeling. Like, even talking about that. Thing like we're just talking about it right now, and I just Mm -hmm. get that feeling like
2: (sighs) it's 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 real. I don't know. Cut
1: that out. I don't like doing it. (laughs) 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 Cut that out.
2: but listen, but listen, but listen. So, with your Mm non-negotiables and and uh, the things that are actually the non-negotiables, not just the disposition, Mm -hmm. the true Mm -hmm. non-negotiables. Do you believe that they are a way to protect you, or is it a way that? Uh you're you're like you're you're protecting you from them or is it you're protecting them from you? Ooh. Like is it is it one you're, or the other? You're a
1: podcaster. You know, I'm trying. That's a really good question. Okay. So is my non negotiable a form of prote- a form of protection from people from protecting myself from people or protecting people from me? <laughs> um Woof. Yeah, we're going there today. Mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. me personally, yeah, it's typically me protecting people. It's me protecting? All right, this is going to sound convoluted. So w- walk with me, okay? My to answer that question, my non-negotiable is me protecting people from me from protecting me from them disappointing me. Got it. So yes. My non negotiables cut through all the rigmarole. Right? That's why I said loyalty, disrespect. We don't even got to get because let's cut through all the bullshit. Oh, Monday, Tuesday. No. Loyalty and disrespect. It cuts through all the fluff because then I'm going to see, oh, okay. I'm going to put you on predicaments, okay. Not like crazy. Yeah, I'm not, but, but I'm, right, I'm going to, I, gotta see I, I need at. to see if you're loyal. Yeah. Boom. Okay. I'm looking. Boom. I right, bet she loyal. Mm, she not loyal. Boom. That nigga loyal. She's mm-hmm. not loyal. Boom! That she respectful. She she respect me. Boom! He respect. He got respect for the kid. But because if I can do that and I can identify that quickly, then I know not to put you in a position where you can hurt me or not even hurt me. You could disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Disappointing me is way worse than hurting me. Explain. I've been disappointed my whole life, mm-hmm. so I don't want to be disappointed no more. Hmm. I can't deal with it, right? Like, it is, typically you become hard into the thing that disappoints you. Yeah, I'm not built like that. True. So, and I think maybe it's because the person who keeps disappointing me, which Mm -hmm. is my biological father, Mm -hmm. right? So, I can't deal with any more disappointment,
2: which is probably
1: why, you know, like I've said on this podcast many times, why, why my father, the man who raised me, why my dad is on such a high pedestal with me. He's never disappointed me. Mm. He's never disappointed me. And I'm, I'm so fearful for that. Like one time, if it should ever happen on a minuscule level, but the way I've kind of like propped him up in like, in my life, it, it can't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I will come up with a reason. I'm like, I needed this. I, I no, 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 no. He, he, you know, I needed this. Right. Like he's not a man to me. He's a superhero. So, uh, it. You said something um, a second ago mm-hmm. uh, to
2: to hurt me or to disappoint me. Uh, what's the difference between the two?
1: Um, to I think to hurt me, you can't really hurt me. <laughs> you can't really hurt me. Um, you could disappoint me, mm-hmm. and and disappointing me so much comes with disappointment, mm-hmm. right? So like, um, so now that I'm disappointed. I have to like You know Operate differently I have to move differently I have to like Rearrange and things Um So yeah You can't really You can't really hurt me It's like I expect The worst from Everyone Everyone Yeah So you can't really hurt me You can disappoint me If I care about you If I care about you Because that means I put a level of trust Trust And a level of uh, Accountability Yeah There's another word I just can't think of it right now But uh it it it's a for lack of a better term obligation. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I know what the, I know there what comes yeah, yeah. and and you probably being as close to me as you are, you probably feel it. Like there's a level of obligation, mm-hmm. um, expectation, expect expectation. There's a level of expectation I will have from someone that I trust. I don't have that with everybody. So you yeah, can't yeah. hurt me if I don't trust you. Oh, true, true. And you can't hurt me if you if I if I love you, you can't hurt me. Hmm. You can disappoint me. You can. And that's going to fucking crumble me because I'm like, fuck, I start over. Huh. So, so yeah. So my non-negotiable is me, is me protecting me from people so they can't disappoint me. Got it. That's dope. I got to spend that, but that was such a good question. I got to yeah. spend that back on you. Um, I think it's, I think it, it is, uh.
2: Yes, it is me protecting myself from others from Hold up